Hello and welcome to the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. I'm Dr. Oren Hertz. Thank you for tuning in to Chapter 48, The Charismatic Leader. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are happy. And I hope you are, um, <clears throat> well, getting ready for the fall because it is uh, at the time of recording. It is uh, just about fall, or at least so I've been told. I live in South Florida and there's no seasons here. So (laughs) Uh, let's talk about the connection between leadership and charisma. And um, I'm going to share some examples with you here. I know one example may um, shake up the apple cart a little bit, but uh, just stay tuned and hear me out. And I'm sure you will uh, understand that particular example, which I'll get into in a minute. So what is the connection between charisma and leadership? Well, obviously, they go hand in hand, right? Charismatic leaders oftentimes are more successful. They're able to get uh, the followers excited about their journey, about their goal, about where they want to go and what they want to achieve. And they do it through their charisma. And there are plenty of, there are plenty of examples of charismatic leaders. I'm going to use two extremes here. And then at the end, after I use the two extreme examples, I'm going to share a little secret about charisma and how to become more charismatic. And it's actually um, a fairly simple idea. And I think you will be pleasantly surprised by the idea of how you can become more charismatic. Let me start with the example I promised you that will shake the apple cart a little bit. And please uh, buckle in for this one, for this example. And please hear me out and hear me out carefully. Here's one example of a charismatic leader, Adolf Hitler. Now, let me make it very clear. I am not saying by any means that Adolf Hitler, Hitler was a good leader or what he did was humane because it was far from it. In fact, he was a monster without a doubt. There's no argument there. But how did he get an enlightened nation like Germany to believe that Jewish people and gypsies and black people are bad and should be exterminated? How did he get there? Well, the timing was right. Germany was uh, suffering from an economic depression. Uh, People were out of work. They were desperate. They were looking to hang their anger somewhere. And here comes a charismatic leader. We can't really argue that, we can't say he wasn't charismatic. If he wasn't charismatic, he wouldn't get the results, the awful results that he got. But in fact, he was. And he took full advantage of the, the current situation and got people riled up and have them believe that the Jews are to blame and the gypsies are to blame and the blacks are to blame and, and the gays are to blame and any, any, anyone who's not of the Ari race was to blame. And it was through his charisma. Look at some of the videos. Look at the way he talks. Look at the passion in his eyes. Look at his body language. That's charisma. Used the wrong way, no doubt. But we, can't, we cannot deny that it is charisma. A much better, not even better, but the opposite example of that, of a charismatic leader, is Dr. Martin Luther King. He had, he didn't have a plan. He had a dream. 
I have a dream, Dr. King said. Not I have a plan. I have a dream. Join me in that dream. That was a part of his charisma. And sure enough, many people in America, regardless of race, it wasn't all blacks. In fact, the majority were, were white. Joined the, the march and joined the uh, beginning of the movement to end slavery and discrimination in America. We're still working on it. But again, if you look at Dr. Dr. King's, uh, a lot more pleasant to listen to compared to the other idiot, Adolf Hitler. If you look, if you listen to, to Dr. King and the way he speaks and the passion in his voice and the passion in his eyes, it was easy to believe him. Very authentic, very charismatic, very original with his idea. At a time that his ideas, by the way, were not very popular, which was quite amazing. So obviously, you know, if we look at good or bad and bad, we, we can compare, uh, we can contrast rather, not compare, contrast uh, Hitler to Dr. King. Both charismatic leaders. Uh, the results were, of course, different, but people were moved by them. Now, obviously, there's plenty more examples, and I have only 10 minutes, but I just wanted to give you these two examples. And next, I'd like to move and share with you the secret to charisma. Well, some argue uh, you're born charismatic, right? You either have it or you don't, and, and I, I can see that point of view. But I really also believe that anyone in a leadership capacity can develop charisma and become very charismatic. And you know, you know what the secret is? Are you ready for this? Love what you do. Have a passion to what you do. And unfortunately, we do not see a lot of charismatic leaders. I mean, we see them here and there because there are quite a bit of leaders that are in a leadership capacity, not for the right reasons. They're not really passionate about it, but the money is really good and the title is really nice and the status is really good and they don't want to give it up. So they stay and, and they, they perform, and they do okay, but they're not really charismatic. If you want to develop charisma in your, in your profession, in your career, then find that area that you're passionate about. I know, easier said than done. We are all enslaved to that paycheck. I get it. I totally get it. I understand. And, and I'm coming from a really, a bit of an unfair uh, vantage point here that I am one of those lucky bastards. You know, I love what I do. I, I do. I love it with, with, with a great deal of passion. So, I can, so, so I'm automatically charismatic when I'm in a classroom, when I teach, when I'm in front of students, when I educate, because I love it. But I wasn't born into it. I worked into getting to academia. I knew that this is what I'm passionate about, and I pursued it. So my advice to you, my friends, is, is look for that. Look for... Look for for something you really love doing and and you'll see the rest will follow i'm going to uh, single out my my good friend coach stacy who's a coach at orange theory and you might ask well, what what makes stacy so good at what she does because she's good at what she does she loves it i don't think stacy and i ever had a conversation stacy text me if i'm wrong i know you're listening 
I don't think we ever had the conversation how much she loves fitness and seeing people get better. It just, I could just tell. You could just tell by, by taking classes with her. She is obviously a charismatic leader. So um, a little plug in here. If you live in Fort Lauderdale, hit me up and I'll, I'll hook you up with uh, Orange Theory um, and classes with Stacy, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Also Coach Dana, who's also a coach there. Um, great coaches because they're passionate about fitness and about seeing people do better and, and, and get the best results possible physically from, from a workout. That comes with passion and passion is charisma. Why? Because they love what they do. And, and I, I doubt that I'm wrong about it. I really, you know, again, Stacy, correct me if I'm wrong, but, but this is the secret. This is the, find that area that you love doing and charisma will just fall into place. You will look at yourself in the mirror and you'll say, wow, who is this passionate person? This passionate person is that person that found exactly what they're supposed to do and they do it in this world. It sounds like a dream, but people do it. So pursue it, pursue it, pursue your passion. Do the best you can to get there. And when you get there, it's a lovely place. I promise you that. And I hope you can achieve that dream for you and, and for your friends and for your family. The charismatic leader. Leadership and charisma. Thank you for tuning in, friends. I look forward to our episode next week. Take care. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other.